Welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four wagging spine nerds. For all of you wagging spine nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Window Goldio, Episode 31, uh, Green Day and Oasis Part 2. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast where we watch each and every episode and make just. We do it justice, I think. Y- you did it. You found the most upsetting thing in the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was when his spine waggled like a dog's tail. Yes. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> don't like it. That just means he's happy to see you. <laughs> I don't want Chocolata happy to see you. And, and if he was a cat, that means he's agitated. I don't want Chocolata agitated. I don't want Chocolata, actually. Yeah, you know what? The, the less Chocolata, the better. Um, so, so just some recaps. Seco disagrees. I got I gotta tell I gotta tell no, you guys. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys. I made the mistake of when I tried to watch these episodes today, uh, trying to do it while doing literally anything else. <laughs> that was a mistake. It, yep. it was fucking impossible to follow. I kept pausing and going back and being like, wait. Wait, what the fuck did he just say? Um, like, <laughs> this, this episode kind of requires your undivided attention. In a Otherwise, very strange way, because nothing makes sense. And oh, yeah, yet, you oh, need yeah. to be there for every <laughs> stupid logical leap that happens here. I have so much to say. Like, this is gonna... This feels Mwah, like... Araki, um, you have somehow, like, risen to a new level. Yeah, we, we've kind of reached the new, like... Like summit of sure, why not? <laughs> I, I didn't think we could go any. We've deeper, reached but even we further. Are, like... We've gone past. We've I... climbed higher. <laughs> this is to go even further beyond. And this, what's he doing? Is to go even further beyond. <laughs> yeah, I was just screaming the whole time. Thank you, Grant. Tim, I'm very happy this is the first thing you did. Like, right at the beginning of the episode, he posted uh, the Oasis facts. All right? We're, we, here's okay. our stand card for Oasis. Please, yes. I need to know about Oasis. Because I was like, there can't be stand cards for Green Day and Oasis, right? Because, like... They're just can't. They're, they're, nothing they write down could possibly be accurate to what happens in this episode. Like, and sure enough, I just read it and it is not. Like, Joke's on okay. you. It's only like a half wave. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go, Victor. Let's hear it. Oasis right, facts. Stand name: Oasis or Sanctuary. Host: Seco. I still don't like the use of the term host. Yeah. Well, <laughs> more now that we know here. that the stands are formed by viruses, it makes more sense yeah uh, it does <laughs> but i don't like it is that really canon nah. do you think a rocky even believes that <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see we'll see if he retcons it in another season yeah right. destructive force 
A, speed A, range B, okay. range B, range B, yeah. range, B. range yeah. zero. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a suit stand. <laughs> Performance A, precision E, growth C. Okay, sure. <sighs> the host Seco wears this ability like a suit. It has no precision, as if it were a direct manifestation of Seko's primitive talents. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> However, it can rapidly turn stone into mud. Okay. However, well, why is there a however there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. The host, Seko, can... Okay, we just need to have the host, Seko, twice here, Can swim through the mud to strike his foes. He cannot see underground, but he can use his primitive talents to pursue enemies. Wow. What does that mean? Talents. He can listen like for them. That's what it it's is. like he's a caveman. Like, what's happening? His primitive talents, as if this... Like, using your stand was like playing chess or something. I using, <laughs> using his submissive and breedable talent oh. <laughs> god i really they are just <laughs> i mostly grab this because uh, of the image of seko like sitting mirror to his own suit just like flat ass ass yeah <laughs> it's very Cre- strange why are there two a sealed tube <laughs> it's it's the it's the Seco caterpillar, uh, yeah, or centipede, centipede. You know, you know, there's a dildo between the two. Of them. It's fine. Oh yeah. Uh, oh so god. Good. There's a lot oh. to unpack this episode. All right, I, I but I have the most important question here, everyone. Uh huh. Does everyone else see Seco as naked? Because he does not wear clothes under that, right? We right. all agree. Oh, oh yeah. There's no oh, way. He wears okay, clothes. yeah, yeah no. absolutely, absolutely. So everyone else sees Seco as naked, mm. naked, right? Oh god, all the non-stand users? Oh god. I'm assuming it's powerful enough that everybody sees this gimp suit. Now that might also be true. Yeah. We uh, might have a strength uh, situation here. You know, I could go either way on this one. Uh, I I think... Both feel right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just surprised that Seko passes the Harkness test. The what? The The Harkness Harkness test. test. I'm not familiar. Okay, so Captain Jack Harkness is a character from Doctor Who, and uh, later his own spinoff series, uh, Torchwood. Yeah, Torchwood. Yeah. Uh, And the joke is always that Harkness will fuck anything that moves, but there's the Harkness test, which is just like, is it sapient? Basically, like, can it, and is it above the age of consent? Like, uh, (laughs) is it sapient? Can it it morally consent? Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's like, it's... I, I'm not sure consent's a big feature of this relationship. <laughs> I'm just saying that he can pass it. He's capable of not, thoughts not and feelings. He... Again, I'm not certain, but... <laughs> oh, no. What we see in the next episode confirms it. <sighs> All right. So it's Bukarati versus Seko. <laughs> like, battle of the century is like... This fucking weirdo gimp is somehow one of the strongest stands we've ever seen. Like, it's like, oh shit, why is he just stronger than my stand? Extremely strong stand. Um, and also, he, he, Butcherati is giving him a little lesson, like or like a Japanese lesson or Italian lesson. Yeah, we get which are speaking. We get uh, just a, a break for stupid puns by Iraqi here. <laughs> Where they say Japanese, but they're in Italy, and why on earth would Seko know more than one language? <laughs> well, no, he's... The, I, okay, so if we assume 
that they're speaking Italian. The idea would be that he goes to say something in Italian and then fucks it up and says a similar word. But then when you localize it to Japanese, you have to localize it to other words that are similar and then they have to localize it to English for the subtitles (laughs) so we get cleaver in place of clever and then uh, lever beaver like (laughs) I I gotta be honest with you anytime this wordplay comes up it just like goes one year out (laughs) yeah just like Seko it it immediately gets transported to the airlock of my brain (laughs) alright this is like an important question Is Seko alive? Yes. Ooh, so why yes. isn't he dead? Ooh. <laughs> because he clearly goes down. <laughs> and uh, no, he's, you can't... he's done this before. and we're, I, It's just green tea has a, a special exception for Seko. That's all there is. Like, <laughs> that is absolutely a million percent not true. <laughs> Chocolata would... Um, oops, Seko, shouldn't have gone down. <laughs> like, no, no, I didn't say it was Chocolata's choice. It was that, That's just how the stand works. For some reason, Seko's immune to it. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> green tea has an exception for Seko. No matter what Chocolata was. Yes. Okay. And that's why no, Seko you know, is his assistant. Like, Chocolata had sense. to respect okay. that he was immune to the stand. Sure. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Just that, That's a good explanation as anything could have been. Because we don't definitely... We definitely don't get one. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Fuck that. You know what? We do get one. Fucking Green Day's ability does not work at any time during this episode. I know. <laughs> Very weird. Well, it's Ugh. because we're having a fight between Seko, uh, who we have established uh, is not affected by it, and Bucciarati, who is uh, a literal walking corpse. Yeah, sure. So it doesn't work <sighs> on him either. All right. So, uh, anyway, that fight's next episode. This episode, <laughs> we get this incredible uh, helicopter fight. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Before we get to the helicopter fight, we have to get to Seko's other power. <laughs> He starts trying to oh, right. fight Bucciarati here. Elbow trampolines. <laughs> That's not how his power works. That's also not how... Like, Bucciarati compares it to a boxer using the ropes to, like... Punch. That Boxers don't do that. I don't remember this episode. I don't remember this episode of Hajimono Ippo. And they would have used that if it was a thing. But that it, You use the ropes to... It's the rope-a-dope. It's to wear your opponent out. It doesn't make your punches better. Uh, or, like, at, the, at bare minimum... Like, like it, the the most amount of faith I can give this analogy is of the you slingshot your whole body off the ropes so that you yourself have more forward momentum, which you turn into your punch. But like that's not that much. Like that's the, <laughs> no, no, that, that's not a thing. No, this is stupid. This is dumb. You don't need to use it's this. Real bad. He, he could have just been a fast boy, and it wouldn't have changed anything. No, yeah, I mean, like he's got a wearable stand. You could just say that it's very powerful because it has no range. Uh, no, he has to ricochet off anything. the mud ground in order to. It just physically know. makes zero sense. It makes less than zero sense. Like, he's making Rocky can't help himself. He has to put the hat on the hat. It should. It should do the opposite. <laughs> it's non nuclear ah. Euclidean physics. Non Euclidean. Like, yeah, fucking mud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, up to up to our sky, eye in the sky, chuckle <laughs> up to chapter five. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
the newest addition to the Action News News Arsenal and the most advanced news counter in the air. Counter five is so sophisticated, it requires five onboard news computers. <laughs> Stuck in a tree. Whole lot of murder coming. <laughs> Fucking we're looking down. a lot of, and it has the same stupid like teeth always showing thing that Giaccio did. This makes him look like fucking Michael Weston from Burn Notice. <laughs> Just constantly Just... lips peeled back all the time. <laughs> yeah, I actually it's like an that angry a lot. boy. <laughs> I hate it. Fucking hate can't, it. It can't be good for your gums. <laughs> we do. We do get very good uh, sex bullets this time. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's Sex Pistol writing that bullet. It's so good. Uh, because as soon as they get up there, Mister's like, "Don't worry, I got this," and shoots the sh- yeah. shoots the fuck out of the helicopter. Range. Okay, and Mista we get a is- nice uh, simultaneous. Yeah. Uh, Mista is correct here. No, <laughs> and then somehow. I, and somehow, like, uh, Araki gets on some next-level bullshit. Like, <laughs> the amount of cocaine that Araki must have been mainlining off of a stripper's ass. Like, I... <laughs> um, the level of bullshit he's on right now is a level I can't even see from where I am right now. It's, like, just, it's, just, it's just exit the atmosphere. Like, I can't believe it. It is an elder so he, He's up in... He's up in space with Jeff Bezos. If you were to try and perceive it, even remotely, (laughs) it would would crush your feeble mind. (laughs) We we go right from elbow mud trampolines into this, where Chocolata disappears from the helicopter, and the explanation we get later. Does not allow him to do that. Like, <laughs> no, I, it's just, he turned invisible. That's one of his stand powers. Also, his stand power allows him to kill sex pistols somehow. Just without, so, uh, with, without touching them at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> they just fall apart. Yeah, they just fall apart. I, I assume it's because of scalpels. But no, we're not, we're not shown it, that. It's not a stand. It had to be a stand that does it. That's one of the rules of stands. <laughs> no, it was his doctoring karate. Don't no, worry about it. Like the other rule that Sex Pistols says with a straight face. A stand can only have what? one ability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's have no, it written down. down. says what? it in the episode. A bold, <laughs> bold face lie. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, Rocky, you don't believe that. I don't believe that. And then Jordan's like, oh no, he can't recall his stand because Chocolata's holding it hostage. What? <laughs> like, excuse me? What, what, is, what does that mean? I, I absolutely I no love Chocolata killing five-sixths of Mr. Soul and him just being cool with it. <laughs> he almost dies. Yeah, He's in surprisingly good shape for how much of his stand he's lost. It's like, Okay, so what are the what are the fucking rules here? Are, is Sex Pistols <laughs> autonomous or are they not? Because Mesa keeps getting damaged whenever they take damage, which makes no goddamn sense. Well, damage should not translate one to one across a stand that is split six ways and is nowhere close. To, okay, and then well, they're actually they're, they're actually a close range stand, but they have a loophole that if they ride on the bullets, they effectively oh. increase their range because they're not moving, but the bullet is moving. So their frame of reference is using the bullet to get to move it further away. 
away from them. They're clearly yeah, autonomous, sense. though. They talk to him, and he has to feed them. Like I, <laughs> Victor, Victor, you have to understand. Mister shot his gun and needed to get hurt because of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> the yeah, bullets weren't going to hit him this time, but <laughs> well. <laughs> I like that he's like, number five, take this one bullet. <laughs> Why do you even have the gun? Back up, Jorno. <laughs> yeah, and then we clearly see that uh, he, he they, they don't have to ride bullets. The number five just flies up there with it. <laughs> no, no, he's carrying that bullet, Victor. Oh, shit. He can't leave the bullet, but as long as he's holding the bullet, he can Look, go wherever one, he wants. One has to carry the other. Only the bullet. The bull is just way more efficient about carrying the the sex pistol. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just sex pistol has no range as long as he's next to a bullet. Ooh, <laughs> infinite range. So yep, what happens opposite. when they kick the bullet away? That then it, that's when they go back to Mista. Ah, they just snap um, back like a summon in a, in a, <laughs> yeah. a moba. Like so, um, Jorno does something that he should have done uh, about ten times more of. Which is just punch this shit out of this helicopter to create more uh, vines to stick in everywhere, so that maybe he could hopefully impale his uh, enemy stand user. Smart. Why did he stop um, with vines? Turn the helicopter into bees. (laughs) 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 This chuckle as he just falls through a cloud of bees to his death. Turn it into murder hornets, like Uh, uh, a a swarm of scorpions. I don't know. Skaters. Turn it into a frog. All right. (laughs) (laughs) One frog with Chocolata still inside. (laughs) I'm better at using Jorno's (laughs) standards. We all are. He doesn't have the imagination. It's all all fucking uh, um, vines and frogs with them. Like, you can do something else. Your your stand is quite powerful if you just thought for one fucking second. (laughs) He's going to turn it into eyeballs. That's a thing he could do. It is a thing he could do. Ooh. He could just turn it into a Then it would be, the, chunks. No, it I, would I, be still... the real eye in the sky looking down over the destruction of I'm still row. traumatized by Death 13 and its eyeballs. I don't, I don't need more eyeballs, my Jojo. Giorno Giovanna filling in for Chocolata. Cha- chopper 5, your eye in the sky. Looks like we've got a chance of mold today in Rome. As you can see the fires burning all the way to the Coliseum. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's not a good situation. Uh, um, Rome is never going to recover from it. Right? <laughs> no, no, the Thousands amount of infrastructure damage of people dying, cars like running into light poles and buildings, and just like I, yeah, half, uh, um, half uh, about uh, two two thousand uh, citizens today died from a suspicious mold that has suspiciously disappeared. I'd be like, well, fuck that. I'm never going to Rome. <laughs> this would change the world. This would be like the, the fucking Sarkovia courts. Uh, I mean, like, we lose 2,000 people a day to COVID, so... Oh. Yeah, but, yeah like, but at least COVID is explained by science. Like, <laughs> It would be very weird if half of New York died of COVID in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Only it didn't leave any evidence of what it was afterwards. <laughs> Just people were dissolving. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, okay, Italy's curse. Got it. <laughs> yeah, there's so they built. They didn't build it on like a Native American burial ground or anything. It's their own. It's their own. Uh, terrible. I mean, Pompeii thing. is basically like an ancient Roman, ancient Italian burial ground. I don't know. Pompeian. Yeah, sure. an ancient Pompeian burial ground. 
So, so Chaco is going to do what cha- what doctors do best, and that's hand to hand combat. <laughs> Why is Green Day even capable of punching? Like, this is like the most devastatingly powerful stand power we maybe have ever seen. But he's also a punch ghost. And also, uh, his mold keeps Chocolata alive. Okay. Yeah, right, so, so let's so get into this. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the explanation, guys. Here's the explanation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, says, I'm this. a doctor, so I know exactly what I can get rid of and what veins to close to keep things alive for a, uh, a you know an extended period of time or whatever, right? So he's uh-huh. just like, I can just go without you know the bottom half of my body Mo- or most of my organs, right? <laughs> like the only explanation I can come up with here is that. Because he's using the mold to like keep the it, his body parts from bleeding out, and this is the the clincher. Once you turn off Green Day on anything, I guess if the target wasn't dead already, they just go the fuck back to normal. Okay, I think I that guess. has to be how it works because like sure. what we see later after Chocolata's yeah. dead, like yeah. Yeah, so we're seeing a di- like a disembodied Chocolata. Like he has, o- it's only his torso. His spine's dangling out. He's missing an arm, and he's My just like kind of noodling around everywhere. <laughs> his legs were only holding him back. Yeah. <laughs> like Jorno uh, 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 gets punched by a disembodied arm, which can't possibly have that much force behind it, right? Yeah, even All if right. you throw that, so, that's not going to be that hard. Here's a question. I think this actually works. Because it's his stand doing it. Because yeah. as we've established like two episodes ago with Metallica, recently severed body parts still have the stands attached. <laughs> okay. So while he can't move his arm, he can move his stand arm. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. I do hate him monologuing while this is happening and his yeah. spine is just whipping uh, yeah, about. So, so just to paint a beautiful word picture of chocolata here what he has done is carved away a lot of his flesh leaving unfortunate and disturbing bits still poking out like pieces of bone his spine waggling behind him like a happy little puppy dog tail out of his torso (laughs) that's just covered in mold the man has done this so that he can hide in the helicopter question mark become invisible yeah (laughs) become invisible so that sex pistols can't find him or Giorno, i guess i don't know he is very spry for only having one limb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just like yeah, monkeys around here with just the one arm. Like I, I don't know. He doesn't do it super great like the first time we see him. He sort of scrabbles with his one arm in a very I I don't know. I was gonna say enjoyable way. It, like, no, it makes me no, happy. That's not the it way. makes me happy to see him on like a runaway amount of time. Oh my god. This <laughs> Cold. This feels like this is not the first time he's done this. Oh, no. definitely not. This is he's a... done this too seco. <laughs> I hate it. I'm just going to say it. I hate it. <laughs> Gold experience punches him. And so to get away, he cuts off that part of his body. Yeah, just like removes his abdomen <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? How, how is this better than getting punched? <laughs> I can't feel it if it's not connected to me, Joey. Were your abs only holding you back? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> and you know what? Green Day is also a, a super sower. 
Oh yeah, I, he just sews himself <laughs> back together. I, 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 I'm sorry. I need to go over like every little movement he makes before we get there. Like him flopping across the ground with his tail behind him. Uh, don't Giorno, call it a tail. Giorno getting impaled by his arm. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. We do get we do get number five just like commentating. He's being our speed wagon for this episode, and it's pretty good. Yeah. He should always be our speed wagon from now on. Okay. You know what? You know what, Victor? Victor. 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 Yeah. Victor. Victor. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was distracted. I was still rewatching this episode because there was still so much that I realized that I did not take in the first time. That's your brain trying to save you. It's your brain protecting itself. Oasis. Oasis. That's a music reference, right, Victor? Yeah, some might say it's a music reference. They're the next Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Tell me more. (laughs) Tell me more. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where we're sticking with great music released in 1994, but jumping across the pond to the UK. This week, it's Oasis, the powerhouse band from Manchester that took over Britain with a sound one critic described as being so devoid of finesse and complexity that it came out sounding pretty much unstoppable. The core of the band is brothers Liam and Noel Gallagher, which should have been unlikely since neither one was in the band's initial incarnation. Liam was brought in to replace an underperforming lead singer, and after Noel attended one of their live shows, he essentially initiated a takeover of the band. He had a bunch of songs written already and wanted a band to perform them, so he offered to join on the conditions that A, he be given complete creative control, and B, every band member commit to pursuing commercial success at the highest level possible. They accepted, and the transformation of the band was immediate. Without Noel, the band was just a bunch of guys playing together. But with Noel, suddenly they had loads of original material, ideas, inspiration. Part of his genius was stripping the music down to an almost comically simple setup. Just basic chords on the guitar, supported by only root bass notes and basic drum rhythms. Then they turned the amps up to 11 and maxed out the distortion to create a wall of sound so overwhelming that you couldn't help but be compelled by it. Their first single, Supersonic, was released in April 1994, and it cracked the UK Top 40. Their second single, Shaker Maker, hit UK number 11, and was followed by Live Forever reaching number 10. This began a streak of 22 consecutive UK Top 10 singles over the next 14 years, with 8 reaching number 1 and only 2 of them peaking worse than number 4. Their debut album Definitely Maybe was released in August of 1994 and became the fastest selling debut in UK history, hitting number 1 in its first week on the chart. 
Success comes with its responsibilities, and for rock stars that means non-stop touring to support your album. Success also comes with its rewards, and for rock stars that typically means sex and drugs to go with that rock and roll. Liam in particular may have been indulging too much, since at a show in LA a month after the album dropped, he put on a shit performance, insulted American audiences, and hit Noel with his tambourine. Noel was so pissed that he almost quit the band, but he was convinced to reconcile with Liam, and the tour went on. This is foreshadowing for the rest of Oasis's career, which was continually accompanied by tabloid coverage of the Gallagher brothers engaging in various forms of debauchery, feuding with each other, and generally embarrassing themselves. For example, midway through 1995, the UK music press whipped up a frenzy over a largely nonsensical rivalry between Oasis and fellow UK band Blur. Supposedly, it was the Battle of Britpop, a burgeoning music genre that was being championed by Blur at the time, and which focused on bright, peppy alt-rock to contrast with the heavy grunge sound coming out of the US. The members of Oasis didn't even consider themselves part of the genre, but when Blur and Oasis both scheduled singles for release on the exact same day, this was simply too big an opportunity for the press to pass up. And consequently, there was no way for the bands to avoid being caught up in the fervor as well. Blur's song, Country House, ended up outselling Oasis's role with it, and Noel said in an interview shortly afterward that he hoped the members of Blur would, quote, catch AIDS and die. Yeah. He sent a formal apology letter to multiple publications, but you see what I mean here. The Gallaghers were assholes to each other, to other bands, to basically everyone. It became the dominant storyline of their career. Their second album, What's the Story, Morning Glory, was released in October of 95 and eventually became a worldwide commercial triumph, selling over 20 million copies. Its nearly 5 million copies sold in the UK alone makes it the fifth best-selling album of all time in that market, topped only by Queen's Greatest Hits, ABBA's Greatest Hits, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and Adele's 21 in that order. Its four singles all hit UK number one or number two, and it gave the band its only top 40 hit on the Hot 100 in the form of Wonderwall, which peaked at number eight. And then it all went wrong with their third album, Be Here Now, a bloated mess that Noel would later admit had way too little effort put into the songwriting. It was still a massive commercial success and apparently has its fans to this day, but it definitely may be the one moment you point to as the decline of Oasis. They maintained a solid base in their home country, but they would never have another gold record in America, and their worldwide sales never reached the heights of their first three LPs again. In 2009, after continuing through years of bickering, Noel abruptly quit the band, saying he, quote, simply could not go on working with Liam a day longer. And that was the end of Oasis. There has been no reunion, and it seems like it would be a goddamn miracle if there ever was one.
Yeah, Victor, anyway, that was Wonderwall. But this is JoJo. <laughs> Simple, clean, love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just hope that by the Efficient. time I'm done with this series, I don't look back on it in anger. No, no, Victor, that's my thing. I make the bad players <laughs> and puns. Get out. <laughs> so... We're we're going back to uh, Chocolata, like kicking and punching him with limbs that are not attached to him. (laughs) Just trying to force him down a little bit so he dies. But Chocolata should know that that's not how his stand works right now. Because, (laughs) you know, Mista was pretty much just fucked up by, you know, his stand being torn apart. And I, I was there and I saw Giorno like lay him down on the ground, which should have killed Mista, and yeah. then and then put the turtle down, which should have killed Mr. President and Trish and Narancha. I mean, what is down, really? <laughs> Maybe the building's not level. Sure. Oh uh, yeah. It's still there's a, mm. there's a helicopter hanging off of it, Tim. It's off balance. It's like oh, kaiju. Yeah? The oh, building yeah? tipped. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Green Day uh, punches Giorno out of the helicopter after Chocolata sews himself back together. Which he cannot do. Just scene missing as we just get the fucking stitches. If anything is impossible in this, this is impossible. Did he stitch his bones back together? Yes. (laughs) Yes. His arm bone is jaggedly cut off. That's a break. How does he still have... How can he move his legs? His spine is severed. Oh, but, the, but the cells were perfectly severed, okay? And they were, they were plugged up with the mole. Look, Green Day. As soon as they touched it, each other again, they refused. He's a real doctor. Green Day is actually a healing stand if he wants it to be. She's <laughs> been using it wrong the whole time. It's also just somehow a better punch ghost than gold experience. <laughs> as Chorno just yells a lot and falls off a helicopter for a long time. All right, but then <laughs> number five, fucking trying. <laughs> number five hits the primer on that bullet and just saves the day. No, shoots this is Giorno. really cool. Actually, yeah, I, 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 I like this a lot. <laughs> Mister yeah, like and Jorno's like combination attacks are what give me life. Yes, uh, yeah. They're they're actually universally excellent because uh, it's, number- <laughs> it's great that they even get combination attacks because Araki typically doesn't fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> no. look, this is just Araki's BS way of uh, extending the range on Jorno's stand. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause>, of course. <laughs> because number five kicks the bullet through Jorno's hand, which allows it to grow life and grow another tree under him. He catches the branch. <laughs> Yeah. Why is it going to be a tree? Why can't it be like a giant horse dong or something? <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, my oh. first choice, <laughs> yeah. but... Sure. Oh, well, you know, you need to be more creative, Joe. You're right, my bad. So, Jorno ri- runs up the giant horse stick, but Chocolata's like, Jorno, <laughs> that horse stick's alive. Look out as he tilts the helicopter forward. <laughs> and the dick flops down and starts disintegrating. <laughs> Right, Don't worry. See? Isn't that better, Joey? No, it actually isn't. Thank you, though, for asking. So, You're welcome. All right. As if this... <laughs> this is stupid, but I'm, like, so far past it already. That, like, uh-huh. So, Jordo kicks part of the disintegrating branch <laughs> into the This is a sweet-ass bicycle kick while he's falling. Like, yeah! While falling. <laughs> 
and it turns back into the bullet, ricochets off the rotor, and fucking headshots Chuck Lotta. Amazing. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's just like, wow. Wow. Headshot. <laughs> like, <laughs> and was like, I predicted this just, perfectly. He, he literally goes, calculated. <laughs> the angle I calculated off the propeller was perfect. <laughs> fucking, like, 360, no scoop, calculated. Fucking, fucking Jorno, mathematical savant. <laughs> 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 he Amazing. falls somehow catches himself on the building and Chocolata flops over dead <laughs> yep I'm sure he's dead he's 100% dead 100% he has a bullet through his head he's yeah. gotta be dead number 5 says so he's like you gotta go fucking save Mister, it's time. You've won. And We've shot him through the uh, fucking brain. You know, if, has a you know, bullet- if anybody's going to be an expert on people being killed by bullet wounds, I would think number five would be one of them. Has anyone died from a headshot in JoJo? Um, I think the answer is no. The answer is no. That <laughs> one Abdul time. survived it. Mista survived, survived it. it. Chocolata survives it. Wait, that uh, craft works died after the second shot to the head no he didn't even die <laughs> who's craft work <laughs> arts and crafts sorry <laughs> the the guy that uh, stopped momentum oh, oh right 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 yeah. <laughs> the guy who shot me used to yeah he's still bullets. alive oh <laughs> uh. yeah remember they they we we discover later that they just kept him and his partner in the, the bottom of the boat like because both of them were still alive despite you know the one guy having his head zipped off and uh <laughs> Yeah. What you know, happened to them goes... when the boat split? They're probably fine. <laughs> was he still it <laughs> when that one sank? Now that I think about it, didn't that boat sink? They're probably no, fine. no, no. I think they made it back to Naples just fine on that boat, actually. So the, I oh, think you're the problem... right. It was a different yeah. boat. My bad. I think the problem we've been having all this time is that everybody's been using pistols and there's just not enough penetration power. They need the, to start stepping it up and using some rifles here. Like high caliber, too. Like, like actual sniper Yeah, rifles. like, you know, just get like a bolt-in-action rifle and just like oh, let, yeah. uh, like uh, six pistols get in the chamber. Yeah, just load up your Mosin the go. God and just, just really get yeah. them, yeah. Could, could sex pistols work with a cannon? Ooh. Yeah, why not? Just could, load all all six of them in there. Could yeah, could six sex pistols together kick a cannonball and redirect it? I think they can. I, would, I think it would take all six, but yes. I would love to see Mister pushing a cannon around Italy. <laughs> you, you just keep it in Coco Jambo. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> just every now and then, like whenever a stand user comes up to you, like the, just... the the end of the cannon comes out of the turtle and shoots. <laughs> It's like the perfect weapon. You really can't like, it there. Yeah. The turtle becomes a tank. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> See, you we're better at stands even, than they are. You wouldn't even need the, the end of the cannon to come out of the turtle. You just fire the cannonball straight up and then have the sex missiles redirected. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine until Mista misses. <laughs> just, just the turtle just pops out. <laughs> oh god, the turtle went everywhere. No, no, Mr. No, no, President, it's, no. It's not Mista missing. Like, no, no, I'm not imagining Mista on the inside firing the cannon. I'm imagining Mista holding up the turtle like a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Jordan gives a very long monologue about his many 
horrific injuries that he has sustained somehow. And he's like, I don't think you're really dead, Chocolata. I'm gonna get very close, and if you don't move, I promise to let you live. <laughs> you fool! I've been wasting time this whole time so that I can take Mista hostage. Jorah's like, too bad for you, I don't care about Mista. <laughs> and too bad for you, I was lying the whole fucking time. Again, he was a full Schwarzenegger here. It's just like, you remember when I said I would let you live? Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Major. You did. I lied. I lied. I lied. <laughs> I was going to kill you last. <laughs> Scum like you doesn't deserve such mercy. Mm. It's just like it's like, did you really think I was going to let you live? Is the actual line, and I'm like, hell yeah, Jordo, take it to him. <laughs> As- um, the explanation of why Chocolata here dies, I do not understand. No, it. Don't. I mean, <laughs> well, he doesn't see. die here. Please, Jordan. please, I need somebody to explain what happened here today. So, the bullet that went through Chocolata turned uh-huh. back into a bug afterward. Ba- <laughs> what do you mean, back into a bug? <laughs> I'm sorry, it turned from a tree into a bullet again into a bug, which then returned to Chocolata's head because it's got bits of Chocolata in him. Alright. Ah! When did he hit the bullet to turn it into a bug? Uh, Jordo probably tagged it on its way out through Chocolata's chin. I <laughs> number five ricocheted it back. Oh no no no! I think I remember what it was. Uh, something like he uh when he kicked that piece of of tree into the helicopter blade, it was like one part of it turns into the bullet and and bounces off into the uh into Chocolata's head, and, and like another piece of it breaks off and turns back into the bullet. And Jorna, who has already told it to turn into it, I don't know. <laughs> don't no, none of worry. this makes any sense. No, no, it does, does not make sense. Somehow, did not kill him yet. Uh, <laughs> but we do, however, get the legendary seven-page Muda in anime form. The, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this took seven pages in the, to get through. Okay, I mean that makes sense <laughs> to me considering it takes a full minute in the anime. Like. <laughs> Just like an inexplicable and uh, like, <laughs> yeah, sure, uh, sure. At this point, why the fuck not? Just, just do this forever. <laughs> Never stop it. Uh, we're we're no. good with this. Um, we here, we at Joe. So our all stars are yeah. fully approved. This beatdown. <laughs> yeah, of anybody this season, I'm happy it had to have happened to Chocolata. That's why he did it. Like you know, that's why. Yes, he, did it. he he deserved it. But also. In this episode, how, like, this is the only episode that this would not make me bat a fucking eye at. <laughs> so it's just like, after all of that body horror nonsense, we're just gonna, yeah, cut in the JoJo theme in just five minutes of punching. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. And then he goes flying right into 
a trash pickup. <laughs> yeah, trash compactor. <laughs> we get a good read. Shotgun, like the machine gun sounds. It's yeah, it's very satisfying. No, it's just. Just the pose that Golden Experience makes at the end, too. <laughs> it's good. You know what? Jordo could heal himself, can't he? Yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's way better. He's not a scrub like, like Josuke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chocolata goes straight in the fucking garbage. Where he fucking belongs! <laughs> yeah. We cut over good. to good... <laughs> Oh, I get a translation for the sign. The sign says "burnable waste pickup." Oh boy! <laughs> uh, it does. Join Danny there. It does that fucking like trash <laughs> compactor thing too. So there's no wondering. Chocolata is dead. He's he's been destroyed seven times over. He's been shot in the head twice, and then he I got stand smoke. <laughs> yeah, no stand smoke. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. No. <laughs> I, I didn't get an, uh, a, a death card. <laughs> it's true. And then we cut over to Seko, who's just faffing about underground where he gets reception. Yeah, he's sure. He's missed messages. Hey, he's got only got one bar if you look at it. <laughs> Chocolata has been fucking live streaming stand fight to Seko here. <laughs> the fucking audacity is like, oh, sorry, better hang up. Jorno's almost here. <laughs> like, like you, you left this message in between your helicopter getting caught. And, uh, sorry, in between you killing Vista and fucking Jordo getting that. It's just like, and this message is very long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking balls on this man. F- fucking priorities, man. It took Jordo a really his... long time to climb up the fucking branch. He's gotta let his little sub boy know what's going on. That's, what's, <sighs> that's what care is. Y'all wouldn't understand. You wouldn't and get it, Joey. The closing scene. We go to the Coliseum. And see a mysterious Dude, man. I was not looking at my screen. I was looking at my second screen. And I just catch it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, wait, wait, you know, wait. You think this mysterious? You think this mysterious man is is one Jean Pierre Polnareff, master hacker Jean Pierre <laughs> Jean wheelchair Polnareff? Yeah. <laughs> No, they can't be, right? <laughs> right. John Pierre Pool. Yes, yes, I am. Victor, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> how'd you like the episode? I, it was fucking wild. Like, I just, I, <laughs> there, there is no explanation for literally any moment of it, like at all. <laughs> I. Honestly, I think the cherry on top is is Polnareff just being there at the last frame. It's just like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it is non sequitur the episode. No one moment follows from the previous one. And that's what makes it fucking perfect. <laughs> I, you know, 
Like, just a little while ago, like the last episode or so, I was really down on Seko and Chocolata. <laughs> but this this episode really turned me around. The, the last two episodes are tremendously bad. This one is amazing <laughs> and tremendous. also tremendously bad. Like, <laughs> you could not have made a more beautiful train wreck if you tried. It's just like, all right, Araki. You, you, you pulled it off a little bit. <laughs> you did it. You shouldn't have, but you, you did, did it. it. I'm gonna go I don't forward. know how you did it. I'm going to go pull up one of my favorite film review quotes. Hold on. Uh, you just keep talking because it's going to take me a little bit to, to, to pull this up. But like, I'm just excited for you to see more of our boy Jean-Pierre Polnareff. <laughs> yeah, Victor. You still think Mist is the Jean-Pierre Polnareff? <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Pierre Polnareff is the Polnareff. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> Good old silver chariot Polnareff. <laughs> <Can> you, Victor, <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on how you think silver chariot's going to interact in this season. Silver <laughs> wheel chariot. <laughs> he says that he can't fight anymore. And I... <laughs> he couldn't fight before. Yeah. <laughs> Look, why can't we give silver chariot fucking wheels at this point? <laughs> that would look so rad. Stand prosthetics. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll just cut the space between nothing and nothingness. Stands don't really walk anyways. They don't need legs. It's true. Why, why does your Why does your inner manifestation have no legs? Like, it, it's 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 your stand, bro. You can do whatever you want with it. You can shrink it. <laughs> make it really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> huh. There are no rules. You write your own rules, my dude. There are very clearly no rules, as we have seen <laughs> this episode. Remember when Sex Pistol said a stand can only have one ability? Bullshit. Remember when Jordan does stand only, like your stand only has one ability if you believe it has one ability. Yeah. That's a that's a mental limitation on stands. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. This is why this is, this is really? why Joseph was overpowered. <laughs> Everyone can stop time. It's just that nobody besides Josuke and Dio have said the world yet. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, sex missiles would be very cute if they all yelled, Zawazo! Zawazo! Misa! Okay. God damn it. Uh, okay. The quote is like unavailable because Film Freak Central's archives like don't fucking exist anymore. But uh, it was something like for a view for Lady in the Water. It is like uh, it, in Lady in the Water, M. Night Shyamalan has abandoned all sense of narrative, film craft, and shame. And that's how I feel about Rocky <laughs> in this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, you heard it here, folks. First, folks. So thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? <laughs> Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting adorable, adorable sex pistols. Mm, love them. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at, uh, at Joe Star All Stars. You can find your podcast episodes in usual places iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Joe Star All Stars. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to joestarallstairs at gmail.com or head over to the official unofficial Discord server set up by Dune that is uh, pinned on Twitter. We will post there occasionally. Post things like food pics or, I don't know, dumb JoJo memes. Uh, thank And, of course, thank you all for listening. We like doing this really, really stupid thing about this really, really stupid show every week. 
And we really appreciate that other people listen to it. Uh, if you want to help, just uh, get us in front of more eyes, you know. Leave a five-star review somewhere. Tell a friend. Yell it from the rooftops. Shout it from the rooftops. <sighs> so, Victor. Shout it from the helicopter. Can you list at least a couple other characters you thought this might be before Polnareff? <laughs> no. Like, what were you thinking last episode? <laughs> Who could it possibly have been? I didn't expect it to be a character that I could name. Oh, you thought it was a new character? Yeah, I, I, I fully expected Araki to just, like, introduce a new character for this role. Like, to bring back Polnareff. Like, I, <laughs> of all people. Of all <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> Master Hacker! John <laughs> Pierre Folder. The All one right. person who has other stand friends, like stand user friends that he could call. <laughs> okay, we will get to that, but today I want to think it's like, like who, he literally who? knows a man who can stop time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> List of people it would have been better to be before Polnareff. Um, Boingo. Uh, jo- Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar absolutely could have been stuck in cyberspace. Like, <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. I, I would read that manga. I would read that manga. That's a very good, like, hook. He, he hermit purples his way into the internet and doesn't know how to yeah, get back he, out. He, he, he isekais himself. <laughs> no! <laughs> the ghost of Caesar. Uh, cars. Uh, <laughs> Blueford. Uh, <laughs> Iggy. <laughs> Blueford. Blueford. Whole horse. Actual Dio. Actually Dio. Fugo. Muhammad Abdul. That's where Vanilla Ice took him. He can't fight because he has no hands. He got sent to cyberspace. Oh, so that's where they get sent. <laughs> Someone from the Speedwagon Foundation. <laughs> Pull rips from the Speedwagon Foundation, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you all you for watching. Wish. <laughs> this is uh. Joe Star All Star signing off for all of you spine waggling nerds no. out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> goodbye, JoJo. Jo- 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 All right, everyone. Uh, inspired by the folks over at Laser Time, they were doing 302010, and they found what is a the most overused comedy drop, but b it's just it's it's wonderful. So this is used when introducing the premise to a comedy movie in the trailer. Okay, don't, don't no one click this yet. Click it when I say so. Okay. Okay. So you see what I just posted. Mm-hmm. Grant. So, yep. click it when I get to the end of like whatever premise, and I just think it would be very fun to come up with dumb comedy premises here and punctuate it with this drop. If it were like the one they give, three men have to take care of a baby. How hard could it be? Click. <laughs> perfect comment so drop to put it's at the so end good. of like <laughs> <laughs> okay
Jotaro Kujo thought he had the perfect round-the-world vacation planned, but what happens when his grandfather wants to tag along? Joseph Joestar thought he had the perfect la- <laughs> wedding lined up, but what happens when he's given two rings? Just Jonathan Joestar had the perfect life, but what happens when he gets a new little brother? (laughs) Clicking it is so good every time. Uh, (laughs) That's just. <laughs> Josuke Okuyasu Chikechi thought they had the perfect plan. But it turns out winning the lottery isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Cue images of like Harvest running away with the ticket. <laughs> I just find this funny every single time. <laughs> Uh, what, you all have any? Come on, give me some. <laughs> Hirose Koichi thought he was going to have a normal trip to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens when he meets the child of a thousand-year-old vampire? <laughs> 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 to most people, Yukako was a normal girl, but Koichi is about to find out that she's got much more beneath the surface. <laughs> Angela was just a simple serial killer, but little did he know, Josuke will have him between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> Kishibe Rohan just needed some repairs to his house. What he got was a friend that wouldn't let go. Always had his back. (laughs) Just cut together scenes in the background. What happens next is a real barn burner. Uh, most of these will come from Diamond because what the fuck was Diamond is unbreakable. <laughs> uh, uh, just, just the best. <laughs> he's a high school delinquent with superpowers, and he's an alien who can shapeshift. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens when he finds out his friend's one weakness? Fire trucks. <laughs> I think about the puking set of dice a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is very. That can like, be clipped for the end of the episode. He's just trying to reconnect with his old father, but what happens when they find an invisible baby? <laughs> <laughs> the invisible baby's perfect for this. It is. It is just this kind of premise. <laughs> I mean, all of Diamonds Unbreakable is just this. I mean, I guess it kind of does work on almost every single stand fight. 
<laughs> he's a rough and tumble uh, guy from the streets of New York City. And he's an Italian ladies man. But together, they're going to have to overcome their differences to learn the power of friendship. Hey, 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 hey,